have to know because every year Jerry does this big uh, uh, family reunion. He doesn't call it that. He calls it a camp out. Yeah. It's okay. a camp out. It's a cousin's camp out. Cousin, the cousin's Cousin. camp out, which by the way, Jerry is the, would it be impetus? What's the, 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 the origin of, I do a family cousin. There is an origin. There was, there was two cousins. One was me and one was another cousin. And, and we were always doing barbecues behind my uncle's houses. There was three uncles in a row. And then we had a friend who was a friend of them who was like another uncle. So it was four uncles in a row. And, and we ran out of room. And I'm going, you know, we're going to have to do stuff on our own because all of these, all of these folks who are our parents and uncles, they're all in their 60s. They're, they're probably going to die soon. Any day. Any day. Any day they could die. Yeah. Being 76 <laughs> now, you know, I, I, I was pretty stupid at that point, uh, the comments that I was making. But yeah, I have to tell you, the closer, the closer I get to that age, the younger it is. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, so, yeah. So this was our 46th cousin's campout. Wow. That's and, amazing. And we had 80, which was a little off here. You know, we, we yeah. typically have a little closer to 100. Did you lose a few 65-year-olds? Did no, that... not yet. Not yet. So, so what I was going to tell you, Jerry, so we've now done in my family, I think our third, maybe, cousin's trip. And, That's and right. it was it was born from, yes. you know, I attended your cousin's trip as an unofficial yep. cousin, and it was lovely. Can't, Jerry I, has, I think, um, I think it's great. Lori, you I have to know, Jer Jerry has, not only does he have an Airstream that's that's bigger than most people's homes, he, he has a tent that's bigger than his Airstream, that's bigger than I, most I have the Mac Daddy. <laughs> I've given the tent away. It's a it's an imported three thousand dollar tent from England that has that has uh, air uh, struts in, in it. So you pump it up. There's no metal in in the in the tent, uh -huh. and it's fifteen feet wide and thirty five feet long. It's bigger than my airstream, and I gave it to one of my cousin's kids because they they now have three. Uh, he and his sister have three children between between them and their spouses obviously and um the end result is it's a family tent now so it's yeah, like the inflatable set it up but it was okay well um it, it is impressive it is a it is an annual conversation Lori. we're sorry that you dialed in on the day that you know we have to do a recap but i feel fortunate this was all last week you're welcome to come anytime Lori, to the camp right? i'm telling you we have plenty of um honorary cousins perfect perfect it's i will okay. take you up on that you i think you would love it it is quite an i went it's lovely i couldn't go this last time but I'll, i'm likely to go again unless yeah, if, unless my invitation gets revoked it's cool no yeah it's good oh, all love right. it. well, uh are you guys ready to go yeah okay here we go Welcome to the CXR channel, our premier podcast for talent acquisition and talent management. Listen in as the CXR community discusses a wide range of topics focused on attracting, engaging, and retaining the best talent. We're glad you're here. Oh.
All right, everybody, welcome back to another Recruiting Community Podcast. I am Chris Witt, your host for the next 20 minutes of banter, uh, where we're going to talk about some exciting stuff. Uh, we've got a meeting coming up, and we've got our hostess with the mostess uh, who has joined us, and we're going to talk a little bit about why that topic is oh so important uh, still, maybe even a little bit more realized now uh, than it has been uh, over the last year. So I think we got lazy, and we're going to talk about that. Uh, but this is a pretty exciting thing coming up. I want to first welcome in... Uh, oh, and obviously, uh, if if you've got a chat window where you're watching us and where we're, we're streaming this, we want to encourage you to go ahead and uh, drop some questions in there, drop your LinkedIn profile, do a little schmoozing and a little networking uh, to go ahead and connect. We have a lot of fun with that. Uh, if you've got any questions, you put them in there. We'll make sure if we don't get to them uh, during the show, we'll make sure to get something back to you and we'll get an answer to you. So I want to go ahead and welcome in my co-host, my partner in crime, Jerry Camp Daddy Crispin. That's right. Your new name, Jerry Camp Daddy Crispin. Welcome, Jerry. Welcome back. Uh, well, thank you. Thank you. Is that, does that title uh, I'm work? Not, I'm not really fully back yet. You know, this this takes a little mental change yeah. after you're out in the wilderness. A little, well, I don't know. I was in the wilderness with, with a, a lovely uh, trailer that had uh, some fantastic uh, air conditioning and everything else. So it was good. But still, so so if I introduce you as Jerry Camp Daddy Crispin, should I do it in my movie voice? I don't that... know. No, uh, your your Italian voice? No, not the not not my <laughs> not my mafia boss voice. My my movie like now back from camping. We've got the man with the biggest tent you've ever seen, Jerry Camp Daddy Crispin. No, it's not. It's not it. That's great. I I like that. Uh... <laughs> All right, we, we do have some work things to actually talk about, Camp Daddy. Yes, we uh, do. Let's go. Let's go ahead and welcome in our guest, uh, first time to the show, longtime CXR member Lori. How are you? Hey there. Hi. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And I'm just like thinking, Camp Daddy Crispin. <laughs> yeah, th this is one of those moments. I'll go like, away. Nobody, I no, trouble. I nobody told me this is what I signed up for when I said I'd be on. <laughs> well, Lori, you just got back from vacation as well, yeah. Did yes, we went to Hilton Head, South Carolina, and our favorite—I think one of the highlights—was our private sailing trip that we did. So that was beautiful. We got an okay sunset, but the water was wonderful. So I was a happy camper, oh, not a camp daddy Christmas camper. <laughs> Lori and her family are on a boat, getting an okay sunset, but a beautiful clear water ride. There you go. <laughs> So, Lori, for those who don't know you uh, and love you like we do, it's just because they don't know you yet. Why don't you go ahead and give us uh, maybe a little bit of, a, of an escalator pitch of who is Lori? Why, why do we care uh, what Lori has to say? And I'll put you in full uh, screen so folks can see you. Well, thank you. That's so kind of you. Um, so, hi, everybody. I am Lori Chartrand, and I am with Edward Jones. Um, and I am a lover of all things talent acquisition. So I am currently a director in branch team talent acquisition, and I support our North American hiring for branch support roles, system service, centralized support, um, and all of the new teaming and pilot work that we have going on. So I've been in TA for 20 years. 12 of those have been here with Edward Jones, and I just love making things better for the candidates um, and for our hiring leaders and the people who do the work. So that's me in a nutshell. I love that. I love that. And the reason uh, we've got you on, not just because you're awesome, uh, <laughs> but we're coming to your house. Yes. Yeah, essentially. And we're bringing some people with us. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
that. I'm super excited. Like I can't like, I think I'm going to have to start one of those countdown apps where I can be like, okay, 12 more days, 10 more days. So oh my it God. My, my sister you. does that. She, she loves that thing. Um, so, so we, just for those who don't know in September, uh, we, the candidate experience meeting we do, uh, we're going to be out at Edward Jones. We're going to be in St. Louis, uh, in that area there. And we're going to be connecting with not just Lori and members of her team, but we got a whole bunch of TA, uh, professionals that are coming out who are passionate about the topic of candidate experience. Now, hang in here with us because we've got a little bit of a, a howdy-do. Uh, I'm trying to stick into the camping theme, but I'm running out of vocabulary. Is howdy-do at camping? It doesn't matter. I feel so, like it should be. <laughs> I think it should be. How, somebody add that to the, the camping vernacular. Um, so anyway, we, we got a couple slots left, and we've decided that we're going to invite two uh, qualifying companies. So it won't just be any company, right? You gotta, gotta be doing the work. Uh, but we're going to invite any two qualifying companies that are interested in attending that. So if they want to come out, so it's, usually these are members only, uh, we're going to open up two seats, uh, and sort of get that out and see who, who would like to attend. So hang in there for the details we're going to share, but I want to first talk about why, why is candidate experience important? And I think it's a good thing that we have Camp Daddy Crispin on. Uh, candidate Experience Camp Daddy Christmas. Yeah, Crispin. I keep wanting to call you Christmas, Jerry. Um, to, to talk about, he's kind of the kind of the godfather of candidate experience. Would you say, Lori? I would definitely say that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Lori, yeah, he's got some work in on the topic. So, so Jerry, is is it still an important topic? Is it is it done? Well, <laughs> it's not. It's. It's not done. It it needs to get started once once more. <laughs> I mean, you know, this is one of those one of those topics where you know, in in the past, you know, you would get pretty much. Uh, what do you mean, be nice to the candidates or whatever it was? You know, I don't have time for that. I've got I've got to I got to make a living here, putting bodies in seats, and <laughs> and you know, once we we line up the candidates, pick two of them get rid of everybody else. Then we got to start all over with the next job. So, you know, somewhere along all of this, we, we suddenly realized that the relationship that we build poor, that is poor with candidates and how we treat them is long-term reflects back on us in terms of our business, mm -hmm. uh, either through how we handle them, how they see us from a, from a branding point of view and tell others about whether they should be applying for the same job or or in terms of our products and services and and the biggest problem we've had as an industry is not really measuring until the last 10 12 years mm -hmm. what that means as a compelling business um, issue and we now have the data that demonstrates that if you screw around with the candidates, given the position that the candidates are in, in terms of being much more capable of sharing their information uh, broadly and widely and influencing how, how you're, you're, you're recruiting, um, we can measure the cost of that. And, and the cost is very high. So, so I have, um, do I have a hypothesis? I have a theory. I have a theory. So, so, so candidate experience hits strong years ago, right? Out of the gate, talent board, you're doing this survey. There's, a, there's awards, there's banquets. Like it's a big topic for people paying attention and it gets some momentum. And we, we start showing and proving that it impacts the business. Yep. 
Uh, and I think it's, it, it is so successful that I think it starts to be almost taken for granted and, and baked in, in a lot of places. And I think you got, you, and, and Laura, I'd love your opinion on this. You guys tell me, think around. I think we got lazy at like the, the TA teams, we get a little lazy. The process gets a little lazy, but I think because currently we have an unprecedented, almost unprecedented number of, of TA leaders who are in transition right now who are looking for work and who are expressing uh, frustration and and pain points in the process, I have a feeling we will see a resurgence of a focus on a candidate experience as these leaders get back into leadership roles, going through the ghosting, right? Going through themselves, the ghosting and the, you know, no, no response to an application, shitty interviews, not, you know, not feeling like they got to share their, you know, what they bring to the table entirely being dismissed. So that my theory is slump and we're going to come out of that thing on fire. So, so Lori, what do you think? You agree? You disagree? I think that's a good look forward when you think about where we are in the state of TA and the number of people that are looking for jobs right now that are the recipients of that. So I've often said to my teams that, you know, I think it's good when you interview, hopefully within our company, but even if it's somewhere else, like that is an empathy builder because a day feels like a week and a week feels like a month when you're a candidate. And so I just think it's really good for people to take a step back and remember what that felt like, especially if you have tenure with your company and haven't been in those positions to understand um, that feeling. And so I think you're right. Like, TA, I feel like for the most part used to be seen as overhead now. And we've been able to show to Jerry, to your point, like here's the dollars of the impact. This is why it's important to invest the people and the tools to be able to make sure that we can uh, bring that to life. If we're able to elevate our practices and technology uh, that the that the recruiters are using so that so that the the candidates that don't go forward and, and let me just specifically state the ones you don't go forward with are candidates. And, and fundamentally, if we were so skilled that we could let them down in a way that was respectful and even learn as recruiters how to give a little bit of feedback to help them compete the next time they have a job and do it in a way that they appreciate, um, I think we would see a sea change in terms of how uh, they become champions, if you will, for the next generation of recruiters who want to apply and work for you. And, and I think it's becoming increasingly uh, important to do that. Um, and, and I do think that there's going to be winners and losers in the next few years on the basis of that, because we are, whether we like it or not, teaching teaching candidates how to make better decisions for themselves for the both the short and long term. So, so Lori, let me ask you, I mean, I, I feel like this is the tip of the iceberg for the, the candidate experience conversation. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, in my humble but correct opinion, all three of us are spot on with regards to sort of where right candidate experience sits and how important it is. But I think there's so much more that happens. And I think that's one of the reasons why we have, you know, we're only doing five meetings this year. It's one of the reasons why candidate experience uh, was part of that, because we, we typically have 11 topics that we hit pretty hard yeah. in person. Uh, we did five this year. Candidate experience made the cut. Um, 
why yeah, <laughs> right what why why that topic why when we ask leaders what topic they wanted to host if they wanted to host why did you raise your hand first and say candidate experience um i think it's because i've always loved it in general right like those are the conversations that i always get most excited about because regardless of what um cxr topic session you're attending somehow mm -hmm. candidate experience always gets um brought up in there and so um i know for us at edward jones we've been really thoughtful about it you know we want to partner for positive impact we want to deliver value <coughs> through personal relationships and I don't think it's any different with our candidates. So while we've done candidate personas and candidate journeys, um, 2023, we've had two big wins, which was moving our application to the end of the process. Um, and that is for the individual that's receiving an offer. So that has multiple benefits in it. Um, mm -hmm. But then the second one, Jerry, to your point is our um, assessment for our branch support professionals. As soon as they're finished, they receive an immediate feedback video to tell them, hey, here are some strengths for you to be considered and you're next. And then that gets them set up whether they have a job. So whether they're hired or not, they're getting that immediately. And it's done in a way that's positive, but also minimizes risk. Cause I think that's part of the reason some companies are hesitant in giving some of that feedback. But I think as recruiters, you know, where's the right moment to help them and be able to say, Hey, your next interview, think about this. I, I love that you have escalated. You, you have moved past. Um, you're just not the right fit or, or you're not the most qualified candidate, such a generic answer for so long. Or it's not uh, the right time for you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, we, we, we would love to see you compete effectively for this job. Um, you know, and, and we want to give you some feedback to help you think that through. And over time, I hope you're back and I hope we were able to hire you or you know, here's here's where you might have a really great career. It's just not with us. Yeah, um, right. <laughs> we got we got to do something to be helpful there. Yeah, I do. I do think to Lori's point, there is a risk mitigation issue with how much feedback we give back. That's a concern. But there's also like be a nice person. Like you know, like give it, at least acknowledge the application. At least acknowledge you know. And I know this is baseline stuff. Uh, but it, it blows my mind. I'm talking to I'm talking to at least three AT, three TA leaders a day right now when I'm when I'm in the office, and every single one of them is saying they're having they're having a hard time on that front. Nobody learns how to reject people. You 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 learn it really as you mature in, on the job, and and recognize that that's something that you need to do as well as you can, and it's not always fun. But the reality is it's a responsibility of being, I think, a world-class recruiter is being able to reject uh, in a way that's respectful. And, and most organizations just aren't asking recruiters to have that skill. And we need to build that. That's just one of several things, obviously. Setting expectations, holding people accountable, all the various things that we know now are critical practices for baseline issues with with a good candidate experience uh, program. Right. Because well, what seems like common sense and baseline is not for everybody, right? Like you're kind of like, okay, well, I would have thought. <laughs> but are there th there are things, right? You can tell a candidate like, hey, next time you interview, you might want to be a little bit more brief or you should have spent more time talking about this. That's not saying why we did or didn't select them. It's giving them a nugget to then try to be better, right? We love people feedback as human beings. So yeah, yeah. Well, and to your point, and I think I said it earlier with the tip of the iceberg comment that that's why the, the meeting we have coming up is two days. 
Yeah. It, it is. A, we do a dinner, uh, kind of meet and greet the first the first evening. It's after we do a we do a local charity event, which we're super excited about. CXR Chairs is part of the CXR Cares. It's part of the CXR Foundation. But then we do a kickoff dinner. We do a full day uh, at the headquarters where we'll meet your team. We'll sit down with all of these other leaders. Uh, a full day of working through exercises and show and tells and case studies. And then we do a whole other half day. You you can't for a day and a half talk about. Uh, Gosh, we should get back to candidates. I mean, it's it's just a deep. There's just so much more to it. Yeah, I think it's like it's not just the what, it's the how pieces, and those are the things I'm excited yeah. to dive and in I think, with everybody. I think we also we particularly want to learn from each other. So um, rather than get you know so-called experts in a variety of other kinds of things, who by and large learn from the people they talk to, um, it's it's what I love most about what we do is is it's a shared process. So um, whether it's all of the folks who are members or the two folks that we were going to hopefully offer to, to join us, it's it's going to be participatory. So yeah. you need to think about that when you when you show up. Well you just said something, Jerry, that I'm a little embarrassed that I have I have not referenced or mentioned before or even really really given some thought to. When you have these non uh, practitioner experts who, who are touring and speaking, where does everybody think they get all of this knowledge from? It, it's a, it's the practitioners. It's the people that are doing the work and, and leaning in and doing it. So that's, I think that's why I love, you know, sitting in these rooms and, and listening to these people and learning from them. Yeah. I will say I do want to plug. I just say that these are great sessions for people who are introverted like me or extroverted because it gives you a good structured way to mingle and learn more. But yeah. then for those that are extroverted, they're getting their cup filled. I'm still keeping mine right there, you know, so <laughs> it's really good. Like I thrive off of those two days together with you all. <laughs> I love it. Well, let me really quickly for the for the dates, for those who are interested, I think we're kicking off September 11th, uh, 5 p.m. That's when we get all of that good stuff together. Uh, and then it's it's going to go till the 13th. Ends about, I'd say we get out of there no later than 2 o'clock, and it's going to be in St. Louis. Uh, if you're interested, there, I got a little button to put on the screen. If you're interested, all you have to do is email info at cxr.works, and one of our team members is going to get back to you. Not anybody who emails us is going to get to go. So you got to be doing some of that work, willing to learn on that work. You don't have to be an expert at, at the candidate experience, uh, but you do have to be leaning in and passionate about that topic. Uh, and we will put you in a room full of, quite frankly, awesome, awesome uh, leaders from, from around the country. And, and sometimes we get some international folks come into the North America meetings to talk about this stuff. So I'm excited about it. I can't wait. And I will yeah. say September is a beautiful time in St. Louis. Still a little warm, not too hot. So. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's my I plug. <laughs> I love it. It's a great plug. Lori, it's been, just been so exciting to have you on. I'm so I'm so I don't know why we don't have you on the show more often. I, I, I am. I'm a failure as a host. We need to have you back. You know where to find me now. <laughs> All right. Wonderful. Well, uh, I, I think that's going to be it. So thank you so much for your time. And, um, you know, we'll see you next time on the podcast for Recruiting Community. Is that pretty good, Jerry? Yeah, it's really good. It's, it's getting close to the end of the week. It's all right. <laughs> all right, everybody. Thank you so much. Hang in there. Thanks for listening to the CXR channel. Please subscribe to CXR on your favorite podcast resource and leave us a review while you're at it. Learn more about CXR at our website, cxr.works, facebook.com and twitter.com slash career crossroads and on Instagram at career X roads. We'll catch you next time.